counting down. <laughs> we're, we're super professional this week. We even had a countdown. How about that? <laughs> Which did work. We, 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 we had a countdown that started with, I'm going to do a countdown, I'm turning it on now. So <laughs> I did it in my you, head. <laughs> it was all in my head. <laughs> so as you can tell, we're already, we, this this machine is, is becoming more and more well-oiled by the week. I mean, we're going to have a Hollywood budget soon. I mean, this is awesome, awesome, awesome. <laughs> oh my how, God. Are, how are we doing? How, how's things this week? How's your week been, Hiker? Oh, weird. I don't know weird. what's what's happening, but I think that maybe the universe was playing with all, I don't know, all the marbles out there, all the planets. The universe and... has been playing with your marbles? <laughs> not with mine. I don't have any. Well, not oh. anymore. I've lost them all. <laughs> maybe those are the, that's that's what's going on with the universe this week. Yeah, so what, what do you mean when, when you're saying weird, what do you mean? What, what's been going on? everything was just off and and there were so many things which went wrong but also many things which went really good which was surprising and things yeah it was just a whole roller coaster this week last week is it was more like um being on on one of those lakes in a theme park where you just have your your paddling boat <laughs> this this week was a bloody roller coaster i like that <laughs> so the paddling boat, like what, like one of the swan ones. Or, yeah. Or, yeah, you, yeah. You, you, so last week you were just floating around, and this week you've been going on the proverbial roller coaster of life. Hell yes. <laughs> Fabulous. Fabulous. <laughs> it goes that way sometimes. It goes that way. I, I completely I think that's 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 just business, isn't it? Really? I think especially when you're when you're flying solar, I think that's just the nature of it. There's those 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 highs where you're like, I've got this shit figured out. I know everything. This is brilliant. <laughs> this is the best decision I've ever made in my life. Why didn't I do it 50 years earlier? And then the next week, oh, fuck. Why mm -hmm. have I done this? Mm -hmm. And nobody's, uh, you know, it, and I think just looking on LinkedIn and everything, you see this all the time. Uh, and you see people talking about this in business, about these highs and lows. I think it's just part of the process. And I think it's 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 learning to kind of mitigate really the, you know, when you're in those low spells, not to start getting out the proverbial uh, baseball bat and beating yourself up and then or kind others. of going, okay, right. <laughs> or, or others, yes. Well, well, you could, you could, whether you're on the highs or not, I'd positively encourage that. But, you know, it, getting past that and going okay well it's not a great week this week but what is there any positives in this is there anything i can learn from this and and riding it out and and i think you know over time it does get easier but it does it does continue to happen but the roller coaster of life i like that i like roller coasters so yeah me too but somehow i i wish i would have had more of a break in between them you know, sometimes okay. it's it's like, oh yes, this went well. Oh, this went well as well. Uh oh, when is the roller coaster to come? And then uh, there is this this moment in time where you really plummet into into the roller coaster stage, and it's like, but sure. I want to go back into that calm water in which I was. Come on. <laughs> I want to go and play with my swan. <laughs> yes, I like that. <laughs> yes. Speaking. But speaking of roller coasters, I believe 
I believe we have some visitors here at Cafe 42. Hello, ladies and gents. How are you? Oh, yeah. Hi. <laughs> Don't Hi, mind us. We, we were just talking to ourselves. How rude of us. So, yeah, please. I hope, I hope whichever corner of the universe you've rolled in from, you're very well and had an awesome week. So this week, um, you know, we're going to talk about some serious business topics. And I believe we're talking about dinosaurs this week. Yes, dinosaurs. I love dinosaurs. I wanted to be a paleontologist. Oh my gosh, I nearly got it right. <laughs> dinosaurs? How? Yeah. Dinosaurs. How did I even agree to that? <laughs> because you know how me. <laughs> okay, I just need to get one thing clear before we move on. Okay, I'm I'm willing to see where this goes, but if I so much as hear a mention of Barney the bloody dinosaur. <laughs> I swear I'll just I'm just going to disappear down a black hole and never come back. Well, you would have it's never weird. heard it from me because I'm not British. I didn't grow up with him. I know who okay. he is, but uh, it's like what you you need to learn who he is when I never heard of him. I meant proper dinosaurs with bones and well, um, proper dinosaurs. Great. <laughs> with bones and Da, da, da. <laughs> okay. Oh, sorry, Fabulous. folks. I'm so sorry for that. But hey, ho. This is this is an adult. This is an adult friendly place. We we, no, we we're all adults. Like that. that was yours. That, that was yours. Now, adult. Come on. Um. No dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us. Tell us. Okay. So we're not talking about Barney. We we talking. We're not. I guess we're not talking about Jurassic Park here either. No, unfortunately not. It is true. I wanted to be a paleontologist when I was wee and um, I wanted to study it. And well, then life happened. Um, it would have been a profession, obviously, but the dinosaurs, which I mean, are business related. The ones who are stuck in business systems, organizations, which are yeah, kind of from the 90s or even earlier and the corporate world who doesn't want to move on and go with the flow and go with the time. That is my dinosaur basically for this week's um, episode, which is episode two, by the way. Episode numero deux. <clears throat> How about that? So, OK, so you're talking about not moving with times and, and being stuck in traditional ways. Now, obviously, you know, this past year has been quite well past year we're going into the second year now almost really Eight, 18 yes. months whatever it is of the global pandemic has obviously caused a lot of changes mm -hmm. for people for businesses for individuals for everyone and so it's be interesting to see where we go from here and whether we move back to whatever it is we were doing beforehand that normal that everybody likes to talk about mm -hmm. so when you're talking about these traditional um, ways of doing things, these old fashioned, these these prehistoric, how about that? These prehistoric <laughs> ways yes. of doing things. <laughs> yes. How about, I tell you what, bloody professional me. So these prehistoric ways of doing things. I mean, what do you have anything in particular in mind that, that really jumps out when you're, you know, what's the big T-Rex here? Well, um, we actually would have a T-Rex and a Raptor, maybe. <laughs> but um, just a bloody T-Rex. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> 
<laughs> one one has definitely to do with um, sticking to work processes, which were true 10 years ago and which newbies or um, new employees are being taught when there are easier ways already working with old software when there is much better software, much better solutions out there. Okay. Not using Skype, which would take a lot of the pressure and also the bill of the bill um, from a company because the, the Skype for business is not really that expensive and you can call into the whole world with it. Okay. And still you have the proper or normal landline and also the dress code for example. And since I came to the UK or respectively Scotland, I um, saw some kind of very illogical things and kind of even horrendous as well. Horrendous. Yes. Horrendous. Now there's a, there's a strong word to swallow with your Saturday afternoon coffee or whatever afternoon coffee it is you're drinking. Horrendous. Please elaborate when, when you're talking about horrendous. I mean, for me, when I hear the word horrendous, I just think of tithes. Yes. And um, that's basically it. Because when I came over, I was promised a job, which I didn't get. So I ended up in a contact center or respectively a call center. Contact center is just the new fancy word, which they want to be called. A contact and center? Yes, it's a contact I can't center. see that. I can't see how that's going to fly in the COVID world. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, we digress, please. And um, we never, ever had real proper client contact with anyone because obviously the sense of a call center is that you get calls. So there is not a customer who walks in and then calls you who can see you talking on the phone. But yes. still, we had to dress in a complete business attire. That is ridiculous, honestly, God. When you when no one can see you and um, you're still being pressured into having to wear business attire, um, that's something, it doesn't make any sense. And also our dress down Fridays where um, you were allowed to wear jeans, but never blue uh -huh. jeans. And never you were not, jeans. yes, you were what, allowed what? To, to wear I mean, black ones, pink ones, gray ones, but never blue jeans because blue jeans- Who did jeans, blue jeans piss off? I don't know. I don't know. It was in the second company I was in as well. You were not allowed to wear jeans at any point. And you were allowed to wear um, black jeans or gray jeans on a Friday, but no blue jeans. I don't know where this mindset comes from. It's it's so weird because even the high higher up CEOs, um, they mm -hmm. wear the suit jackets. I don't know what the proper name for it is. And blazers. Jeans. Blazers. I thought they only or for suit, women. Suit jacket. A suit jacket. Okay. <laughs> they are wearing those with uh, a nice shirt and and then uh, just some some fancy blue jeans. So smart casual business yes. attire for CEOs, right there. Yes, and that's awesome. So why the heck does someone who works in a call center has to wear a complete business attire? It's it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Well, I've never understood that. I've never understood it full stop. I mean, it's basically like a uniform. And I've never understood how what people wear, how that has any sort of impact on their ability to do a job. I never got it. Years ago, I remember for me, when I was in the education sector, 
was working in um, an environment and we had to, it was meant to be a very casual learning environment. It was meant to be very welcoming for people, very open, really trying to minimize the stress levels. And then for some reason they wanted us suited and booted. Mm. And I was like, that's just completely in Congress. It doesn't fit. It's, it's like, how does that work? And then, so I'm there like tie off, like, okay, the boss isn't looking. So I'm taking my tie off. And then, then that, you know, you've got one boss is going, you've got your earring and you can't wear your earring in. And I'm like, how does that influence my ability with what, what is, is wearing an earring? Is that like piercing my brain or my tongue or something? I mean, like jog on. I, ever since it's, a, this is a subject that I've always felt quite strongly on and, and I don't, yeah. I mean, how does what you wear, how does that influence your ability to do a job? And just don't get it. Don't yeah. get it. Yeah, that, also- that should be more extinct than the dodo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love the dodo. <laughs> there's well, a, apparently there's a... it didn't love itself, though, did it? Well, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> um bring back the dodo make the dodo great again that should be that you know there's a campaign for everything every single yes. day these times so that's that gives something people on social media to get angry about bring back the dodo you know my to-do list is called dodo because at one point i was um listening to someone <laughs> i was listening to someone and wanted to write to do but wrote do and then i thought hmm, that makes dodo and everything now is titled dodo for me so that i know it's that, my to-do list that, that that needs that needs to become part of you know business advice that don't do a to-do list do a dodo list yes you know and you've at got some your point it's extinct come on you've got your to-do list and then you've got your dodo list which means get shit done yes and like you so point so rightly pointed out at some point it's extinct mm-hmm. so so it's very true i think yeah, I mean, coming back to to the point, you know, with the, the whole clothing element and having to be dressed in a certain way. And uh, I mean, it's not only think- that in, in, in the last company I was um, before I came to Scotland, I was not allowed to dye my hair in specific colors. And I love fancy colors. I um, usually have a red, really, really wonderful red hair dye. But there was a time when I wanted to have something green or bluish and I wasn't allowed to do it, although that would have been so, so cool because I had client contact and I cannot be seen with such a hair color. And also there was a guy, um, a really lovely guy who was covered in tattoos and really awesome tattoos, really done by someone who is an artist. And he had the Joker on one hand, Sparta, the um, Leonidas on the other hand, Leonidas, Leonidas, I think in in, in English it is. And they were really exquisitely done and he had to cover them as soon as a client came in. And so body, what's it called? Body jewelry, body stuff like your earring or tattoos or whatever that wasn't allowed. You had to look kind of neutral and you had to dress nicely so you don't offend anyone i mean how how, how do you judge nicely i mean it's so what's yeah, it? smart it's you know like, how, bye, bye, t- bye, bye. 
clean clothes. By, by individuality. Yeah, and you were not allowed to be individual, basically. Yeah, we might as well just be the bloody minions. Like, yeah. yeah. So what's kind of interesting to me, I think, you know, obviously, like I've been flying solo now in business since 2018. And you won't catch me wearing a tie. I don't turn up looking like I've just got out of bed. Well, in the Zoom generation, I do. But the <laughs> certainly, although I tried, that's something definitely I want to come back to in a minute. But I was very much, I'm just going, this is what I feel comfortable in. Mm -hmm. And I was very much focused on, okay, so this is me. This is what I do. And this is how I'm helping you. And I was focusing very much on the relationship. Now, people always used to comment. They thought that I looked pretty good, but I wasn't like thinking, okay, I'm going to just, it's a fashion show. I need to like wear really expensive clothes and look amazing all the time. I just wanted to look good and comfortable because ultimately I was on my feet for 12 hour days. Mm. So if I had to walk around with that straight jacket or whatever they're called, um, I wouldn't be cool with that. Um, so that was me. So I think it's, it was very important for me to be able to be able to just wear whatever I like when I became like a solo, solopreneur, um, to have that, to not have to go through that whole rigmarole of, oh, you can't wear that. And that's not regulation. And that's, I mean, I've been dealing with this shit since I was 18, well, 17 with the mm. earring where I was told it's uh, actually, that's not part of the school uniform. And I went, well, it's an ear stud, sir. It quite clearly states on the school uniform that ear studs may be want. Well, that's the female uniform. And I'm like, well, sorry, sir. But that's a sexist remark right there. If you're saying that I can't wear an earring because I'm a man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that used to drive me nuts. I mean, now, you know, with body piercings, tattoos, things like that, you know, there's people a lot more accepting now. I think certainly in, in, in previous generations, there was that maybe stigma attached to people that wore you know, tattoo, you know, had lots of tattoos mm. and stuff. They were the never do wells, <laughs> yeah. which is ridiculous. I mean, how can having amazing art on your body suggest that you're not a great, absolutely crazy. But the thing that I'm interested to know really, and I know there's been a lot of discussions about this on LinkedIn and networking and everything is what this is going to look like post COVID because obviously people have been doing zooms and everything and you only get to see this part <laughs> of the upper part. Yes. Yes. Um, I, I am actually where I am actually fully closed. So no, no need to worry today. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh... um, by the way, for those who are just listening, we are also, well, we are recording this on zoom and, um, I had the daft idea and I don't know why I did it, but yeah, to launch a YouTube channel. So, and <clears throat> I upload these Zoom videos there. So, um, yeah, <laughs> if anyone wants to see us and not only hear us, uh, you yes. can find us there. Under to the see if I'm actually the telling the truth about my yeah. clothes. <laughs> That's your dress. Well, I, I, for my part, I at least dress now really awesome. <laughs> Okay. Well, I was going to say, in, at least in relation to me, it will be anticlimactic either way when you are, when you turn on the video. But that's all good. <laughs> um, 
but yes, yes. coming back coming back to the topic so yep. kind of like <clears throat> do you think i'm really interested to see what's going to happen post covid in terms of because obviously we've been working on zooms mm-hmm. we've been some people have you know still decided that they need to go through their full routine you know i've got a friend a uh, male friend who said if he doesn't get showered in the morning he doesn't he can't function if he doesn't wear his what he would normally wear to work he can't function i've got a female friend who says if she doesn't do her hair and her makeup game over she ain't can't even think about getting on a zoom call when then there's other people that turn up in their pjs mm-hmm. so do you think that this might signal a shift? I very much hope so. A little bit from 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 my perspective, when I stopped working for a corporate world, uh, for a company there, um, where I had to wear business attire every day, I didn't touch my good clothing, my business attire for, well, nine months. And the only time when I wore my my good stuff, my work stuff, because it was rather expensive, was when I was on Zooms and still had my my leggings uh, on where you can't see it, obviously. But that was, I really dressed kind of down because I hated to wear that stuff. And then I went self-employed and um, I did the same thing. And just recently... I wanted to feel better again and I got back to wearing all my dresses because I have these wonderful beautiful 50s dresses which no one can really see when I don't get up but they make me feel better and they make me appear better so it's to, it's indeed something for myself um, what I do so I understand this point where you don't want to appear in a certain way when you go online and for me, it would never be happening that I would appear in my PJs, never, ever. But I hope for the future, as we have seen that it is possible to work as we do, that the corporate world will have a rethink about stuff. And okay. we ourselves as entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, whatever we are, we as well, because Lately, I'm hearing a lot of people who can't wait to get back to the old ways. And the old ways would mean that I would, for example, do less networking because I I would not make it to every networking event I'm attending now because I, I just can't. I don't know where to take the time from because the traveling to it, finding a parking space, investing the money into the mon- uh, into the parking space, especially when you have to travel into Glasgow or for oh. you, whatever, to some bigger city. And then the time you need to travel back, you have to do your client work, you have to do your client meetings for which you have to travel again. So what we are doing now, the, the online world is so much more efficient and practical and you have so much more choice you have so much more possibilities to organize your day and you don't need to get up at five o'clock only to be at um, the first networking meeting at 6 45 in a village which is 20 miles away so um yeah i hope most of you yeah I hope most it, of it, us will, will stay with the new, new and not go back to the old ways. Well, I, I'm, I'm completely with you in, in, in terms of when, when you're saying about the, the way that, that there's increased efficiency. Yeah. 
And it's kind of ironic, really, you know, well, not really ironic, but one of the biggest reasons there was been a lot of pushback for this remote working and, and for that reason, and, and for that reason, well, technology in general, mm-hmm. um, across niches for the longest time was they thought that it would affect productivity. There was mm-hmm. this fear that if you guys, if remote workers, if we were going to send you home and just trust you that you would do the job, that there would be a drop of efficiency. And, you know, there was no way to manage that. There was no way to control that. There was no way to make sure that people were actually doing the work. And I think a lot of companies have actually found that the opposite has happened there. And, you know, a lot of people are feeling a little bit more efficient. Now, I know that working from home has been extremely challenging for many, especially those with young families and everything. But I think definitely, you know, you're taking away that commute time, which is Mm. super, super important. I used to spend a lot of my day commuting and bouncing around from appointments because I'd go to all my clients. So for say I had six hours of client appointments throughout a day, I had to then add another six hours, well, an hour for lunch and then maybe another five hours for travel. Mm. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. It's such that... You know, by the end of the week, you know, I'd get to Friday, I'd just be like, I can't even know, you know, I'd be straight to the pub at five and I'd fall asleep with a beer in my hand. It it just absolutely knackered. So that I think the fact that you can literally be able to talk to anyone anywhere in the world without having to travel, without having to do that stressful commute, you know, for some people, I know certainly in the bigger cities, it's horrible. Mm-hmm. Some of the people have to leave two hours before they start work just so that they don't have to go through a massive rush hour, you know, sit on a rush hour train. Mm-hmm. And then you've got another two hours at the back and you're doing that every week. It, you don't have any time, personal time for yourself. And that can cause a massive, massive problem. So I want to talk but that's the end of my little point there. So I wanted to focus more then just on something you said in terms of going back to the the dinosaurs the raptors <laughs> okay so we've got the t-rex we've we've decided that um <laughs> ties ties i'm gonna yes tie wearing people can go onto those planets we're gonna destroy yeah. um anyways that can go on there we go that's gonna that's gonna start a war right there make ties great again i will not be signing up for your mission anyway you you, you know you started last episode you started the coffee war now you're starting a tie war honestly i think the only useful <laughs> thing for a tie is to wrap around your head and pretend you're rambo or something or, or, or karate well, there is one other one in germany when we have our carnival which is always in around february march there is a green thursday um or no wait no rubbish that's not true um Weiberfassnacht. it's um <laughs> women folk carnival called this women specific day okay. yes so um in german it's Weiberfassnacht, and okay. nice german word with a lot of in there i like and that <laughs> every man who dares to wear a tie on that day must face that that tie will be snipped off with a pair of scissors. And I remember our my ex-boss, he forgot about that day several times in a row, several years in a row, obviously, because it's only once a year. And then we paid him a visit with our scissors. 
I vote. And I vote off for his, his tie. And um, I vote. Oh. And one I'm year, voting for that day every day, every day, every day. That needs to be a national, that needs to be a daily national life worldwide universe event. Yeah. And in one year, he wore his favorite tie, a Gucci or whatever, Armani, yeah, and it was 200 quid um, euros. And well, it didn't survive. <laughs> 200 euros for a fucking tie. What? Yeah. Anyway, so. <laughs> Yes, this this wasn't. This is an episode about dinosaurs, not Ashley's hatred for ties. Anyway, or Starbucks, <laughs> or Starbucks. Yes, maybe maybe we need to start room one hundred and one. I mean, I, I think the copyright's already gone on that several times, but yeah, already, already we're putting spiced pumpkin, Jurassic Park, cream cheese, puff pastry lattes in room one hundred and one, and now we're gonna put in. Tithe, especially 200 pound bloody Amani Gucci Jurassic Park ties. They're in, gone. Anyway, T Rex, mm -hmm. clothing, mm -hmm. ways of doing things. Now, the Raptor technology. I know that this is something that you've talked quite a bit about in the past. So, when you're talking about technology and the Raptor, the tight, the teal, the. I tell you what, that was smooth. That's how <laughs> when you get tongue tied, you move it. You don't even say anything. You just blah, 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 in smashing great super. Oh, the, awesome the job. How about yeah. oh, you're dealing with a professional here? Right? What can I say? So you've got <laughs> the technology raptor. Yes. Speak to me. What what is this endangered, hopefully going in room 101 soon beast? Well, that's, as I mentioned, that companies uh, refuse to accept new ways and refuse to accept new technologies or level up their computers, level up their monitors, because obviously we all have a health and safety system at, at work and um, you're supposed to have this in this workspace set up for you where you sit straight and where you have the hands in an, in a certain angle on the keyboard and the monitor so and so far away and still you work with monitors which are cheap which are ancient and completely damage your eyes because you're when you're um, an office worker you stare on this bloody thing for eight hours straight and even in my, sometimes in your lunch break, when you start surfing in, uh, surfing the internet, if you're not going out for a walk. So you're really constantly staring um, on these things. There is a huge lack of willingness of leveling up. And this is directly related to the wellness factor of your own employees. And also use the latest technologies, use the latest uh, software, which is available. Don't use the app Starleaf for a company which has 6,000 people when there is Skype because Starleaf is not, uh, it doesn't work as well. Um, and Skype is so easy to do and, and you can phone into every country in the world when it's properly set up, which your IT guys usually should do. And when you have an Excel sheet, use Excel make a course, offer a course, whatever. But I came across, and that's something where I really cringe because I love Excel. Yes, don't look at me like that. I love Excel. <laughs> and I like I really, it. I like it. I was I really, just, it was just the cringe. It was just your use of the word cringe. Not Like, I've heard that oh, word yeah. a lot right now. It's cringe. 
Yeah, it, it made me cringe really because I've never heard about that for a while. But anyway, I interrupt. Please, please continue about <laughs> Excel spreadsheets. Someone actually really put in text fields which had to be populated with numbers and you had to do all the math, which usually Excel does with one click of a button by itself. Yes. You had to do it yourself. And then when I said, mm, can I set this up new, like Excel is, is uh, to be used for? No, no, this has to stay like this. We are all used to that. How the heck can I use text fields in Excel for calculating stuff, which you need to calculate by hand? This does not make any sense whatsoever. Again, it's yeah, I... idiotic. Sorry. <laughs> it is. We're, we're, it, it appears somebody got out the wrong side of bed today. I mean, don't don't mess with Excel spreadsheets. <laughs> I will come for you. Yeah, it's just the illogical side behind it because Excel is an awesome tool. And even the most basic functions, you just pop in your numbers, you go on auto sum, and then you have your sum of those numbers. It's sure. dead easy. How, how am I forced by a corporate world to use text fields and have to calculate everything by hand or or well in your head or with a calculator this is total waste of time again efficiency zero well that's the thing isn't it i mean a lot of technology out there it you know technology is there to help mm -hmm. and it amazes me really that there's still quite sometimes still quite a negative attitude towards it and the fact that well this is the way we're going to use it and that's the only way we're going to use it i mean the technology can be utilized in so many different ways mm -hmm. um i know certainly in in the education field for a long time a lot of people and you're seeing this problem now and it, it, it's come to roost it's come home to roost now this year with all the remote teaching yeah you can see the people that embrace the tech and the, and the quality courses that they're able to deliver as a result and the people that have held, past, uh, held back on that and that's led to problems in terms of delivery. And this has been going on for years, you know, that programs like Zoom, you know, where you can screen share and that, this isn't new technology. Mm -hmm. The company Zoom is relatively new, but what the technology that they're using is not. Mm -hmm. You know, you've been able to do that sort of stuff like the interactive classrooms. You've been able to do that on platforms like Moodle for centuries. And it, it's it's crazy, really, that I think there's a, sometimes when it comes to tech, there's sometimes there's that fear of tech that, that maybe, you know, we might become obsolete by by integrating this tech or it somehow will make our lives more difficult and and you must have seen this in 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 the corporate world you know every time you integrate a new system in there what a song and dance mm -hmm. what an absolute song and dance you know people kicking off about it oh this fucking system making my life no it won't just follow the instruction mm -hmm. and 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 you know well sometimes that that's not fair to them sometimes those systems they're not thought what you know, they just go, oh, this looks nice. Let's just put that in our company. Yes. <laughs> actually thinking, well, is there any utility to mm -hmm. this tech? And this is the key thing to remember. The technology is there to help. You know, it's there to design it. It, it, it can streamline things for us. It can make our lives easier. But yes, that this belief that and sometimes, you know, people are being tight as well. You know, well, we don't want to invest in it. This is work the way this is work this way. So it'll always work this way. Mm. 
but it's also the reluctance of of many people to get out of their own way to learn something new many people i came i have come across are not really into learning something new they are not really into developing yeah. themselves and so as soon as something new comes or you have another way to do something all of a sudden it's it's this this big thing which no one wants to do because it's shy and and you know only because the person itself has to learn something new and um, they want to live this very comfy work life or even life life yeah. where they don't have to learn something new absolutely so, yeah. I get that i get that i like that so the the tech the tech raptor is state <laughs> is definitely becoming extremely extinct yeah that, that i think that's going on the planet with the the tie wearing t-rex <laughs> that that one's gone i like that i like that i don't know like, like i think we i think we could probably talk about one other dinosaur that needs to remain extinct or become very very much extinct if it's not already so who, who else are we going for who's going to be the uh the triceratops oh i like the triceratops come on <laughs> to pick someone else well, it was the first bloody dinosaur i thought <laughs> off the top of my head i mean the t-rex is gone the raptor's gone i don't know like look, the velociraptor how about that Ooh, yes um the pterodactyl let's go we're, we're equal opportunities here we're going to go for <laughs> flying dinosaurs as well so which pterodactyl is going to swoop to its death um hopefully the the old way of how an organization works please continue <laughs> so i have your permission <laughs> Um, yes, I'm feeling very generous right now. Good, I, I, because I like we will that. be running it, it, over. Well, no, what, what it was, was the, the way that you, you, you added, it was like the old way of doing it. I mean, it was that dramatic effect. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to let, we're going to like embrace the silence here. We're going to let that pause, that little dramatic pause. And then. Well, <laughs> what I meant is. Weirdly enough, when I set up my business, um, I chose my favorite color, which is teal. And after I had chosen my name and after I had done everything, I found out um, on the internet that there is this hierarchy with the colors in the organizational structure. So it starts with red, goes to um, yellow, then orange, green, teal. And red is the really old way where you as the one who is in the lower ranks will always be told what you have to do. You're not allowed to think for yourself. You're not allowed to voice any idea. And you, ha you just have to do what you are being told you have to do. And whereas the teal organization is a completely uh, autonomous structure where people are being hired, being put in their positions and completely work their magic, work what they know, what they can do, and only have to, well, report to their peers when they are done. So they are completely autonomous. <laughs> this is, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, yes. And it's a structure which, for example, um, Google is doing, or other companies in Silicon Valley are doing, yeah. where you really engage, uh, sorry, hire people and, you trust that they know their shit and you trust that they do whatever is necessary to 
bring the best results possible. And this freedom of working, of uh, doing what you love to do and being not um, supervised all the time and not being told you have to do this, you have to do that, that is just awesome. And when I found out that my color is actually, or my company color is actually, yeah, this teal organizational color as well, it's just awesome because it's the freedom to work. And I was in businesses where I knew way, way more than my peers because I mm-hmm. learned it. I, I, I did my studying, everything, but my peers thought they have to tell me how I have to do things. And this is okay. just wrong. And this was really this red structure, a little bit maybe yellow, but still it was this firm structure where you have to do what you are being told to do. And the teal hey, is no. just a dream. No, I get that. I don't think it's necessarily a dream. I think it's becoming very much a reality for, for a lot of for a lot of companies, like you said, with the Silicon Valley companies that have got this kind of structure, this boss less mm-hmm. structure, structure, really, which has served them well. I think one of the issues that I think other companies have had, I guess, is and it's the same in, in many areas when you try to transplant something directly. I mean, that works very well within that niche because it's a highly creative, it's a highly collaborative niche. Yep. And I think any niche can be that way. But, you know, when you're moving these things into, into these newer, into these older environments, there is sometimes this pushback because, again, like you said, well, this is the way we've always done things. Yeah. Um, but you've seen a lot of certainly definitely influenced again by things like uh, Google and the Silicon Valley tech comps, companies, workplace design. This has been a big thing uh, over the last few years mm-hmm. with open office layouts, lots of more emphasis on employee well-being by letting in lots of natural light, lights, breakout areas, places to chill, not having fixed desks, plants, vehicles, the, the whole thing. I think that's called, there's all science on this now. I think it's called biophilia, if I remember, if I remember rightly. The, the whole uh, making green offices. It's mm. become such, it became such a buzzword a couple of years ago about, you know, how the traditional office environment the air in there was virtually toxic mm-hmm. you know it was basically with all the carbon dioxide monoxide flowing around <laughs> well maybe not monoxide but dioxide and stuff and all the gases that we were expelling you know and, and the it printers nowhere to go. and the and machines just, and it was just a nightmare and and, he, and on top of that you had the artificial light mm-hmm. so and a cramped desk i mean right there it's just a recipe, you know, a perfect storm for absolutely shocking levels of productivity and motivation. <laughs> you yes. know, through no one's, not through the employee's fault. I mean, you're asking them to perform and you're not giving them the environment to do it. I mean, it's absolutely insane. So I'm hoping, again, I'm hoping that will be something that moves forward. I think, I think biophilia, certainly in the national and the more natural element i think that's going to become part of office design and building design moving forwards you know if you look at the whole green design green buildings i think that's just inevitably going to be the next stage of things as they as trees start growing on buildings yeah hopefully it'll be interesting to see it'll be interesting to see and uh yes hopefully that that idea will not become extinct Very much, hopefully not. Oh God, that was really, well, you know what I mean. 
Super smashing great. That's yes, exactly. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. That's that's it. So <laughs> yes, the dinosaur. So we've thrown, we've thrown, so today we've thrown in three. Mm -hmm. T-Rex, raptors, pterodactyls. Yes, the pterodactyl swooped <laughs> down to <laughs> into room 101 where it's gonna stay, which will be very, very, very interesting. So what's the week ahead? What's the weekend? What's the week ahead looking like for you then, Heike? What's what's going on? Oh my god, so much good stuff. Oh, I have um a lot of brandings to do for various clients now. And um <laughs> this is just awesome because when I started, I said, okay, I don't want to do branding because there are people out there who can do it better. But my clients, they want me to work on, on their branding and they awesome. they um, insist on me doing it. And so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm doing these brandings and I'm redoing a book design, an actual oh, cool. book, and which is absolutely awesome. It's kind Fabulous. of a, it's kind of a diary, but um, well, the whole thing is just oh, so beautiful. And, and I have this vision in my head, which I just need to get onto the computer or onto the screen and um, I have a lot of design work to do and doing ebooks doing pdfs and all these things and two clients for social media management now on oh, top. yeah yes so I like this that is... a lot yeah me too <laughs> onwards and upwards onwards and upwards so yes. so next week is that going to be a swan lazing on a swan in a lake sort of week no, or are we it's... going up we're we going up to the top of that roller we're getting to the peak of the roller coaster no it's water rafting no that those water what, oh you're what going on the log the log yes flume. yes i love them you're so on the, you're having a log flume week i like that yes i like that idea so it's a log week, a log flume week for hiker next week i like that yeah and i, I always like. sit at the front because then i duck down and all the water goes over me into the people who are behind me <laughs> fabulous fabulous so i don't so get wet <laughs> you know last week when i was saying she was modest she's also extremely kind and caring oh shut up <laughs> okay awesome anyway so space people i think that brings us nicely to the end of this episode so thank you so much for joining us at this our little corner of the universe it's been an absolute pleasure to host you again i hope we haven't destroyed any dinosaurs that you would like to see roaming the earth <laughs> or if we've forgotten any please be sure to tell us which ones you want to enter into room 101 and we'll be happy if we agree with you to dispatch them and on that note we're gonna sail off hiker's gonna go on a log flume and i'm gonna go on my merry go round. So that's us done. So thanks a lot, Heike. I'll see you next week. Thank you very much, Ashley. And thank you for everyone who's listening or even watching, um, who dares to watch. <laughs> and um, yeah, see you next week. Um, speak to you next week. <laughs> Cheerio. And thanks for all the donations.